This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about the importance of leaders taking responsibility. You know, far too often, I find leaders that are perfectionists, maybe have egos or pride, and this puts them oftentimes in a very defensive posture. This has them looking to blame others for problems and issues. It gives them the, it's not my fault type of posture. To be a great leader, this simply cannot happen. Even when they fail, great leaders, they believe in their abilities. You know, it's not going to ever be a matter of leadership if you fail. It's only when. But great leaders, they don't look at this as a, it's not my fault type of posture. You know, if you are insecure or if you're facing challenges or, you know, you are that perfectionist, it's often going to lean towards a, it's not my fault posture. But great leaders believe in their abilities. Acknowledging and learning from mistakes, it allows you to lead by example, and it encourages your team to see mistakes not as the end of the line, but as the beginning of of growth, as the beginning of progress, as the beginning of incremental improvement. So not only is this a benefit in taking responsibility for you as the leader, But what you're doing at that point is now you're emulating and reinforcing culture because culture is only successful from the top down. Taking responsibility is a great promoter of culture. The bottom line is, as a leader, you need to own your own mistakes and your shortcomings. I have seen time and time again how the committed take responsibility for their actions I admire when I see this. You know, too many leaders say that, you know, making mistakes or apologizing is a sign of weakness. Admitting that they're wrong, it's a sign of weakness. I will tell you this, I have gained way more fans in being vulnerable and authentic and owning my mistakes than I ever have trying to come off perfect. Matter of fact, I would tell you, if you do it the right way as a leader, not only will, be, will people be, see it as uh, you're authentic, but you'll find that they're going to come to your side and become part of the solution of the problem that you've created. You know, people are very observant. They're going to see right through the nonsense of your, your cover-up or your defenses, you, these mechanisms that we often put up as leaders to make it look like we're perfect and we have everything going on right. They may call you out on it because you're not the you're the boss. You know they're not gonna they're not gonna just walk up to you oftentimes and say, uh, "Hey, boss, I saw you made a mistake." But the, but rest assured, they are talking about it with others, and and now have formed their opinion of you. So many times as leaders, we think that we got away with it because nobody said anything. Here's a newsflash. They didn't say anything because they're the, you're the boss and they're probably a little bit intimidated by you or afraid of you or, I mean, think about it. Not many people are willing to call their boss out. It could be for a host of reasons. It could be out of respect. It could be out of fear. But in general, people aren't going to call their boss out. Here you are being naive enough to think that you got away with it when in reality is they're just not calling you out on it because you're the boss. If this goes unchecked, it will destroy your reputation. 
it will also kill your effectiveness as a leader. Whether the issue is your fault directly or it's just a general issue, as leaders, we have got to take responsibility. And this isn't just a podcast about you making mistakes as a leader. You're going to. But here's what we also know in business and in any organization. Their mistakes are going to happen. Great leaders never look for who is right. They look for what is right. So I want to give you three things today that I want you to think about as you consciously take responsibility for the problems that exist in your organization and also the ones that are coming because they are coming. There will be more. So here's the three things. The first thing is this. It's not about you. There's no doubt. Business is competitive, but you can't make it about you. I have seen more than once when a leader would remove themselves from an issue to cover their own butt. Too many times have I seen this self-preservation mentality. They don't want to get caught up in an HR mess, so they leave their people out to dry. Nobody likes that. And I'm not saying that this has to be the good old boys club and, you know, we create a ride or die type environment in our organizations. But man, self-preservation for the sake of throwing somebody else under the bus is not a great way to lead. This never, this never ends well for the leader. It may buy you some time, this go round, but it won't get you through the next fire drill. I can assure you of that because everybody is observing. Everybody is watching, especially when the stakes are the highest. People will remember how you behaved when the stakes were the highest. By no means am I advocating that you support or defend poor behavior and advocate for anybody doing wrong. But I am saying to get involved. I'm passionate about this because this this happened to me in my career and it, it ended well. And so I know the importance of this. And I'm the, without going into a lot of details, I'll give you what happened to me. And it was a scary thing. I was in leadership and it was my first leadership role ever. And I, man, I had finally arrived in leadership. I'm ready to make big impact. And uh, I had this opening for a job that I posted internally, posted it externally. I had several internal applicants apply and um, I interviewed them all, hired the best candidate. And little did I know there was a female candidate that did not get the job that called our, our corporate HR and basically said that it was harassment. That it, I, I didn't. That she felt like she didn't get the job because she was a female. Now, anybody that has ever reported to me, anybody listening that knows me at all, knows that's not true. That is not the case. That's not how I'm built. That's not how, the fabric of who Jeff Hancher is. But nonetheless, here's this accusation. All of a sudden, man, the HR police are showing up. There's an investigation, and rightly so, there should be. Uh, we got to safeguard those kind of things. But now I'm on the other end of this. I'm on the other end of this knowing it's not true. But even in a best case scenario, I'm now being pulled through an investigation. And I feel like I'm on an island at this point. I feel like people are alienating themselves from me as if, you know, I had the, a plague and I was contagious. And if they got around me, it was going to get on them too. It was awkward. But there was one person that remained steadfast. And it wasn't just my boss. It was my boss's boss. 
And I'm not here to tell you that they swooped in and showed favoritism and saved me from trouble. But what I will say is that they swooped in and made sure that what happened was fair and communicated well with me along the way and made sure that I knew that they were there if I needed something. That gave me tremendous peace of mind. Don't run from your people when trouble exists. The approach for self-preservation is a no-win, and it's a very destructive path to travel, particularly for the long game. Choose to look out for and take care of everyone in your organization. Point number two, people are smart and they're depending on you. People are more savvy and observant than ever before. You have to assume that you're always being watched and critiqued as a leader. People are plugged into their leader's behavior, and they are paying attention to the details, how you act. They know things that you would never think that they should know. You have to assume that people are all-knowing and watching every move that you make. For the most part, the people can spot a half-truth or an attempt to deflect some type of blame. They're not naive people. And sometimes as leaders, we think that because we have this fancy title that we're smarter than everybody and wittier than everybody. We're not. Don't be naive and think that people aren't seeing what is going on. When there's a tough situation brewing, they don't want you to downplay it or protect yourself or coddle them. That's not what people are looking for. Here's what they want. They want you to lead, especially when the stakes are the highest, especially when the fire's burning the hottest. That's when they need you to lead the most. They want to hear you say, I'm aware of how dire this is. I'm owning it. I've got a plan to address it. I'm holding people accountable. We're going to get through this and we're going to, we're going to get through it together. You know, it seems so simple as I'm saying this, as you're listening to it. It seems elementary leadership 101 stuff, but I'm here to tell you, it, it doesn't always happen that way. <clears throat> Too many leaders, they're trying to take detours out of tough situations, thinking people might not notice, they might not see it, when the most direct route is right through the problem, in clear view of your people, by the way. You need people to see you get muddy. You need people to see you get those sleeves rolled up and get in the, get in the foxhole, and fight with them. That's what people are looking for. They're not, they're not looking for a leader that's looking to deflect the problem. No, get in there and get dirty. That When the problems are the highest, that's when you got to be engaged the most. And number three, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. These issues that come up, these problems that come up, these adversities that hit and they will, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. It doesn't matter how big or small your role was as a leader in creating the situation you're facing. It's your job to take at least part of the responsibility, loudly and visibly, in full view. And as soon as possible, by the way, when adversities hit, you have to have urgency about you like nothing else. Because delaying, not only does it put your business behind, but it, it causes confusion in the camp. And people are wondering what's going to happen. you got to move fast when adversity hits. As soon as it's clear there's a big problem that is affecting your entire organization and needs solving, the fastest route to earning trust is choosing to who owns the issue. 
Somebody's got to own this. And guess what? It's got to start with leadership. This is not the time to pass blame, even if it's justified. And look, sometimes it is. Sometimes you can absolutely find who's at fault. Most times, matter of fact, you can, you can find somebody to pass blame to, push fault on. Boy, that would make you look great as a leader. Hey, look, I got a perfect record. I've yet to make a mistake all month. Look at me. Another swing, another home run. Thank you, Mr. Perfect. We don't need that. We need people that's owning the biggest issues. This is not the time to pass blame. As leaders, we need to own the problems and give the credit. Give the credit for the victories and own the problems. People will see that. As stated before, self-preservation, it might help you personally short-term, but it will destroy the long game. It will destroy you long-term. You will not win the long game if you don't take it this way. When you own the problem as a leader, here's the other thing that's so important. You got to get this. When you own the problem, guess what else you own? You own the solution. <clears throat> you have to enlist people. This doesn't, this isn't me telling you that you have to do it all. This matter of fact, I just did a podcast recently about delegating. I'm all in. Let's do that. But when you own the problem, you have to own the resolution. You have to own the fix. You have to own the progress. Enlist people to help so that they can feel engaged in the solution with you. People love, this is not, they, they love getting engaged with the boss because it's typically a learning experience for them. It's also an opportunity for them to showcase their skill and their engagement in what's going on. So instead of spreading blame, spread accountability. You know, there's a big difference between finding people at fault and holding people accountable. You know, if you're a leader that's just looking for people doing things wrong, that's going to be a problem because that's fear-based leadership. And I think there's something to be said about healthy fear. I'd like to call that respect. However, go from an attitude of, you know, spreading blame to spreading accountability. Think about that. Accountability is different. Accountability, if you do it right as a leader, you create an atmosphere that people aren't afraid to fail. They're disappointed they let you down. And they're almost now expecting the accountability. By taking your share of the problem, you'll inspire others to hold themselves accountable for the issues too. I love it when leaders get this right. Here's what you hear. No, boss, it was my fault. No, boss, I got to own this one. Man, that, that's when you know you're creating the right culture. This builds long-lasting trust and sets you up as a leader for prolonged leadership success. So some closing words on taking responsibility. Move on. When it happens, move on. The issue is going to happen. Just move on. Don't wallow. There's lots to do. Choosing to take responsibility in short, I, I would summarize it in four key steps. Own the issue. Deal with it fast. Vow that you're never going to make the same mistake again. And move on. Four easy things that you have to have the perspective I remember this one time, one, this, this mistake that I made, it bothers me to this day because it affected people. I always say as leaders, there was two things I always tried to do well, get people's pay right and on time and remove obstacles from them. And I blew the first one. 
and it was at the worst time. It was uh, it was the pay payroll deadline before Christmas, and I knew the deadline, and I knew I mean I take payroll so seriously. It's people's livelihood. It's their pay. And this one was like the ultimate. It's Christmas. People are incurring debt. They like to have that kind of peace of mind. And guess what? I got sidetracked. I got busy. I had something important come up. I could give you a thousand excuses. I missed the deadline. And I felt horrible. And I called every direct report that I had. Took me hours explaining what I did wrong told them that I was sorry. And I know it wasn't, uh, you know, proper policy, but I offered to write them checks if they needed it to get them through the holiday. I felt horrible, but I can tell you this, I owned it. I dealt with it fast, picked the phone up. I was ready to wire money to anybody that needed it. I told them they could count on the fact that I'm never going to do this again. You can count on me. It's never going to happen again. But then I had to move on. I had to move on. To this day, I still remember that error, that error that I made. But if I would have let that hit me negatively, man, that could have taken me out. I still think about it as a way to propel me of the urgency of getting that task done. It's allowed me to never make the mistake again. Don't allow any one issue or mistake to define your leadership. There, there, there are some of the greatest people in sports in the Hall of Fame that had bad seasons. They're still in the Hall of Fame. You're, it's okay to have a bad at bat every once in a while. It's okay to drop the ball every once in a while. Don't make a habit of it, but don't let it define your leadership. Remember, a smooth sea never made a great sailor. It's true. These mistakes are going to be the very things that mold you into greatness if you allow them. The next time you're in the midst of a crisis, don't try to deflect or underestimate people or nitpick about whose fault it was. Choose to take responsibility as the leader. Own the problem, take a hard-nosed approach, present a solution, and don't make the same mistakes twice. You'll fix problems faster, you'll build trust, and you'll get better results. I hope that helped you today. I do have a question for you, though, before we close. How has the Champion Forum podcast helped you on your leadership journey? I would love to showcase your story. If you have any testimonials or questions that I can answer on a show, please email me at jeffhancher at thechampionforum.com. Also, it's not too late to sign up for the September launch of our online live virtual leadership groups. Whether you're a tenured leader or you aspire to lead, we have a group for you. If you want to learn more about this and get registered, please go to thechampionforum.com forward slash groups. And until next time, folks, please remember you all have been set up to be champions in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.